welcome to another edition of the Sync Up Podcast. I must say the first two episodes, Zach gave us a teaser and lead in, but I think this is my girl. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with <laughs> it. Oh my thunder a little yeah. bit, but I'm not gonna stop. He you. was ready to do it, but I, I think I'm I'm gonna take this one. He took the yeah, word. Yeah, he was ready. So I, if he's a little off kilter today, it's because I I started on Zach. Uh, but I wanted to to welcome our our good friend Amanda Freitag uh, to the show, uh, and I say that in all sincerity because I think along our course of our careers, every kind of big pivotal moment that we needed someone to come through for us. Amanda has been that person uh, starting out probably like 15, 20 years ago on the first type of like culinary activations we've done uh, to putting her in different environments and settings and venues to saving the day, grasping and learning the virtual stuff to here we are now. So welcome. Uh, thank you for being a good friend to Zinc and to us. And we are happy oh, to uh, to chat with you. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. We have so much to talk about. Yes. Yes. Uh, so like we were saying before we got on, I think when we're in the midst of doing deals and, and making things happen, we don't kind of take a step back to kind of see how we got here. So I've always been curious to ask, like, how did your career path shape you to where you are today? I, I, I can't imagine that when you were wanting to be a chef or in the culinary world that you thought you would be here. Maybe you did, but if you can... Give us some, shed some light on, on, on how you ended up here. And uh, I can make I, a long story very short. I mean, okay. what brought me to this podcast today? And I, yeah, <laughs> I like the that. Top of the top, right? Yeah, I like that. <laughs> um, honestly, I, I wanted to be a chef. I was admiring the European chefs because when I did it, uh, there was no, in America, it was like very blue collar. It was just, you know, working sort of short order or in chain restaurants. So it was in Europe, it was a big, uh, highly regarded career. And you could either be a chef or pastry chef. That was it. When I when I graduated culinary school, when I started in the world. Uh, so over the course of my very long career, it's almost 30 something years now, um, everything has changed. So I've, of course, I worked as a prep cook, a line cook a sous chef, a chef, a chef de cuisine, executive chef, chef owner. You know, I've done every position in the kitchen that you can think of and in every kind of kitchen, Italian, Mediterranean, Thai, French, um, American, American comfort food. Uh, just, I've traveled the world. So I got to do some stuff on the Food Network starting in 2008, which was an amazing offer when course we didn't know that this show chopped this little show chopped would become this juggernaut and um me and a couple of new york chefs were asked to be the judges and then following that i um prior to that i actually did an iron chef america and then i was asked to do next iron chef so it started my whole um television career of judging competition and actually competing and I got to become an author in uh, 2014, 2015, when the book was launched, which was super cool. You know, then I embraced social media, mm -hmm. uh, which was hard for me to do. I had the help of Kedzie Teller, who is my amazing, you know, marketing. AF man. all day. Easy AF. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, obviously not being in a restaurant, I always wanted to be able to still cook for people do experiences in person, as you may know, and many others, I love to teach. I love to teach people how to cook. 
Um, you know, Will, you and I have done stuff on the spot mm-hmm. in houses that maybe just had one spoon and cooked dinner for 30 people. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I'm a resourceful chef as well. And then uh, when we were locked in, shut down and we couldn't cook with people, you know, we talked about what we could do and could we actually do it over Zoom? Could we connect? Mm-hmm. Could we cook together? And honestly, that first time we did it was pretty emotional for me. Mm-hmm. The fact that, you know, we all got ingredients. We were all somewhere else in our homes. And by the end of that hour, everybody lifted up their plate and there was there was some gnocchi. Yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so it's pretty amazing. Yeah, sure? it is. I, I remember all those uh kind of times like it was yesterday and I feel like it keeps getting newer with with the new things that that we do and 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 you do through the through the years of, of the kind of the transition with everything yeah, um, I try but- to stay fresh I'm also doing some products as you know thank you for all your support you know I do the spice collaboration with Lior at Lavoie five different spices and now the ready to pour fry tag cocktails which are delicious and I'm doing an apron collab so maybe Maybe we can send out some aprons over the holidays. Love that. Would love that. So it's good. And I I think when we were talking before, I think Zach had a good point is like, at some point you were thinking like, do you go from chef to performer and do you have to practice (laughs) to be a performer? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's kind of amazing how I think the world of celebrity chef and you've probably seen so many iterations to your point where it's like, you know, social, you have to learn how to be on social media to be successful, right? You have to learn how to, be on TV when it just started as, you know, I'm, I'm in a restaurant, I'm training, I, I guess what for, for you, like the idea of when you're at a food and wine festival, you know, you're on stage and you're basically performing yeah. to such a large group. You know, there's a lot of varieties, or if you're at our event, uh, that we're hosting, like, for example, there might be a room of, you know, 20, 20 guests that are looking to see, like, what is the preparation? Like, how does it differ? And like, what is that whole thought process of like, hey, I'm like in front of this group and I'm the show. You know, it can be a little bit overwhelming depending on how many people are there. But, you know, I think it all just boils down to hospitality. And and I think you guys are really familiar with that and super good at it. You know, uh, from as, as early as I can remember in the restaurant, you know, it's all about making sure that person who walks through the door is going to have a good experience. So it could be a thousand people at a food festival, or it could be 20 people at a private dinner. And, you know, somehow, some way you can connect with all of them, whether it's the shy person, whether it's the gregarious person, whether it's the host. Um, So, you know, as a chef, before we all became celebrities, I kind of liked hiding in the kitchen, you know, it was like, Oh, let the front of the house deal with it. Let the servers deal with it. But then you'd sometimes have to change your apron, switch your coat out, make it clean and go to the dining room. So there's this moment right before you leave the kitchen that you're like, all right, I'm going out there. I'm going to represent because you now represent everything you do. You represent your food. You represent the way um, the hospitality goes, the wine, the drinks, the, the servers even, you know, mm-hmm. so you have to put that face on and go see how it went, you know, or dive right in. Like when we do our in-person events, I'm there with them the whole time, you know, so it's about making a party. It's about hospitality. You know, it's just, I don't know if you've, whenever you have guests over, I always have a little bit of like party anxiety right mm-hmm. before. And then as soon as everybody comes in, they have a drink, they settle in. 
and then it's fun. Then I just, then I, then I feel like I'm part of the party now, you know, mm -hmm. and it's, it's, it's interesting. Cause I found doing television. I said this to a producer recently and it kind of blew their mind. Um, the, the crew is just like the cooks. I really find they're like the cooks. So like the cameramen are all like the cooks, you know, the directors are like the executive chef. We all make something together and then we put it out there to see how people like it. And we work hard and we play hard, you know? So it's very, I think um, chefs and in the TV world, it really makes sense, mm -hmm. you know? And I, we talked a lot about chefs and musicians too. It's like, mm -hmm. same thing. It's like, you're like you were saying, like you get on stage, you're performing, you know? And so I think there's some chill time before and a lot of thought process goes into prep. I mean, the prep time is also a little bit of an organizational thing in the brain. Um, what you guys never saw during virtual events was like the wires that were strewn across my couch, <laughs> hooked up to my router, the lights, all the computers, you know, like you don't see that behind the scenes. So that's a part of the process of the setup. And then the moment we go on. Yeah. And I, I think something that I know we see that we're not always sure that like you see or, or folks that are in your position see is like the impact and like joy you bring when you do like those little touch, like going out or meeting or something like that. Like it might just be like routine for you, but like yeah. we on our side and get the feedback of, of how impactful and like the little antidote I have to that is I think one of the earlier events we did in Orlando, probably like 15 years it was probably one of the earlier culinary activations we did. And you had a demonstration after just part of our runner show, we were like, I said, do you mind signing some aprons or something? He's like, sure. And I was thinking maybe one, two, three people would ask for an apron and, and, and just go about their business. But we literally had a line out the door where everyone needed and wanted one. And that's where kind of the light bulb went off. Mm -hmm. uh, but we see it on our side. So like, do you know, like the impact you see when it's successful to you? Or is it just like, once you're in the moment, you go through the routines and, and yeah, uh, no, it's very hard for me to absorb me personally. I know other chef friends of mine have a different view on it, but cause I kind of have a success dysmorphia, like to have mm -hmm. fans still <laughs> blows my mind, mm -hmm. you know, to have people that want me to sign their apron or culinary students that want me to sign their chef coat that they're wearing on their back. You know, mm -hmm. I, I don't always feel it, you know, but there's every once in a while, when I get a comment, like, you know, my brother's a professor at Ithaca College. He sent me a text the other day and he said, you know, there's a student here that said you changed her life and put her on a path and she's, you're her idol. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like where, how, you know, the reach, I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. um, but I do love it because I do think, you know, when I started out my career, there weren't a lot of, you know, female chefs. There weren't a lot of, you know, people that look like me doing my thing. You know, now there are. And there's a lot of opportunities for anybody who wants to content create or be in a restaurant. Mm -hmm. uh, so it takes a lot for me to realize how impactful it is. But when people give me feedback, I like it. You know, sometimes when people come up to me at a festival or even at our small dinners, they're like, I don't mean to bother you. I'm like, tell me, talk to <laughs> me. I don't get to see you. I don't get to talk to you. You see me all the time, you know? So I, I love to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we always, we see it. We, at least for me, I never know that like, you know, the impact. No, uh, they get. It's so it's really good to hard. Kind of yeah. Take I don't know. Take a sip. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think what's what's unique about you and maybe that's part of why like you're you're such a you're so great at these events because you're not necessarily like thinking about like necessarily the feedback from the people, but you wanna make you wanna just be there. 
to connect yeah. with people. That's like your goal when you're in an event. Like I think we, when I saw you, when we were at uh, one of the most recent events, it's like, you're right in there. You're not like hanging off to the side. Like when it's like, Hey, how long do I have? It's like, I, I want to meet people at the event. And I think yeah. that's so unique that like, you know, people from an outside perspective, they're at the event. It's like, Hey, I remember even one of my clients was like, can I talk to, can I go meet Amanda? Like, what'd you say to, what'd you say to them? And I, Cleared it? I was like, here you go. No, don't touch her. But yeah. it's, like, it's just amazing to have that kind of access. And I, I think that like, you know, at, at your level to be still willing to like engage with people and not see, like you said, you don't even necessarily see yourself at that as that celebrity status that you are. Um, mm -hmm. So, and it goes a long way. And that's the reason why we kind of continuously get such good feedback and we feel comfortable in any format. And I think with yeah. like the fry tag cocktails, which is like a cool transition because that really crossed over into the experience yeah. world. Like that's right. such a fun way to incorporate it. I remember we had a brunch and we were, the margaritas were, were flowing. Uh, <laughs> no it was like 10, 10 a.m. And we were like, keep them, keep them going. Uh, They're boozy but, AF. They yeah, are. they are boozy AF. They're good. Uh, <laughs> and I would say on, on the kind of the event side of things, any kind of memorable places that this culinary world or TV world has, has brought you that, oh, that just is that either pinch me or just uh, lucky to be uh, there. You know, there, there have been some crazy events that I've done with you guys and, and with other, with other things, you know, I've gone to like done a dinner at the temple of Dendor in the museum of natural history, which I just was like, well, how am I here? It seemed like I was in Raiders of the lost art. You know? <laughs> um, or I do stuff with a, a group called the culinary diplomacy project. You know, I got to go to Jordan and like cook with a woman and her family in a refugee camp, you know, like, holy cow, you know, it's not like it's a glamorous moment, but it's a, a moment I'll never forget you know, in my life when like I touched her and she touched me and we will never forget each other mm -hmm. ever, you know? So from those kinds of things, you know, to, you know, being on stage at the James Beard Foundation and, you know, winning an award for, for Chopped with my peers, like the, the accolades, those are really important in a way as a collective to me, you know, like I, as, I love being a part of that ensemble cast because those are mm -hmm. my peers, you know, and those are the people who I came up with in New York City restaurant world. Mm -hmm. um, so anything from really high end, like getting an award to like, honestly, like being able to talk to somebody who doesn't even speak the same language through food. That's yeah. that. Those are like way different, but everything in between is awesome too. You know, just there's so many places I've gotten to go and there's so many I want to go to. Yeah. Yeah. It's, we, we, we got a, a few more on our, our list to, to get you to. Um, <laughs> Let's go. That'd be good. Amanda, what would you say? Like, because obviously the idea here is like, we have kind of our corporate audience that hopefully is listening in general format wise. I, I think we, we do like traditionally we have like the 20 to 30 person kind of group size for dinners. Like yes. what, as part of those events, like what do you enjoy, um, like most of doing, is it kind of preparing the menu? Is it kind of the demo itself? Like what mm -hmm. kind of goes into those experiences and maybe shed light on like sort of your preparation for those events specifically? Yeah. Well, I mean, 
my style is always, you know, approachable. I want to give people something they've never seen before, but at the same time, something they will actually do in their kitchen, right? So I always think about that. And then of course we incorporate that into the menu. So it has to be delicious and servable and, you know, something we can, that makes sense for 30 people. Um, so I love the demo part because I like when people actually get involved, you know, actually ask questions, actually get interactive to me, then I actually learn something or I hear a comment from somebody. Cause I don't, you know, I come from commercial kitchen restaurant world. That's very different than the home kitchen. Mm -hmm. So I can't solve all the riddles of the home kitchen because that's not where I spent the majority of my time. So I like to hear that feedback from the home cook because it's very different to cook here in this kitchen than it is to cook in a restaurant kitchen. Um, but I also like hands-on stuff. We haven't done anything hands-on in a while, obviously, because of all the restrictions. But, you know, when we did that event at the culinary school. Yeah, I remember that. Fun. Every single that, group. I, I think that was our first zinc event. That was what another one of the, the first. Uh, yes. we make it, And then we made gnocchi that day. Of <laughs> what else could we make? Yeah, so we it's made, a lucky was, dish. Yeah, it's a lucky it, was, dish. it was a lot of fun, though. But I love that um, apprehension of the guests before. And they're like, I'm not going to do it. I can't do it. And then again, by the end, they're covered in flour. And they're like, mine's better than yours. Look at my gnocchi. Like it starts to get competitive. And but it's also really bonding. And then you make something because mm -hmm. obviously in the corporate world, you're, you may be at a desk or you may be staring at a screen all day or you may be in meetings and you're never really doing anything tactile with your hands, you know? Mm -hmm. And so to get in there and make something and then see that finished product, I think is such a departure from uh, the norm for most people every day. And I, I love that. I love seeing it, you know, yeah. happen. The, the one thing that's different, I guess, from, from being kind of a culinary personality from a lot of the other things we do is like, if, if, we have an event with uh, an athlete or a speaker. They're they're hearing them speak. They're getting assigned memorabilia. For you, they're actually you're they're hearing you speak. They're getting something signed, but they're actually touching one of your creations, yeah. which is an added pressure. I would I would think is that that pressure like you you're doing everything that like a, a typical personality would do, but then okay, but I made this. I hope you like it. Yes, I mean that is always a a, a little bit of a anxiety like. What if somebody doesn't like the gnocchi sauce? What if somebody doesn't uh, want to eat lemon chicken? <laughs> what if what if somebody doesn't uh, like the way it came out? And they're like, that recipe is terrible. Who is the chef? You know, like, mm. of course, I think about that um, very much so. And especially when we were doing stuff virtually mm -hmm. and we couldn't be hands on. And I feel like I had to jump through the screen and like encourage people to do it and, and, I don't know what their kitchens are like, right? Half the time, nobody cooked their potatoes to make gnocchi. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, is the oven on? So I, I feel like virtually it was even harder because I wanna, I wanna be so hands on. So that mm -hmm. was actually a real learn learning lesson for me: how to be more articulate, how to really get the communication across to get people to actually cook. You know, and so the anxiety sometimes is like, well, is it going to come out? Is it mm -hmm. going to come out the same way that it looks in my kitchen as theirs? Because I think it's disappointing for the guest if, if it doesn't, you yeah. know. 
they're either going to blame me or they're going to blame themselves. Yeah. Yeah, they they can blame us. Or they're going to blame you guys. But luckily, I don't think anyone ever blamed us for any one of our events with you. So let's keep alive. Yeah, no, I think the virtuals were amazing. And we had so much fun doing them. And I think we made like you you did such a good job of, you know, creating the energy. And I think everyone on our team learned the gnocchi (laughs) recipe inside and out. And we'll definitely, I think the interact, the takeaway from the previous thing is like the interactive Yes, I think you enjoy, you get a lot out of that. Um, so taking the, maybe the cooking class experience on the road, team building stuff. We'll I love that. Uh, I honestly think it works. I yeah. honestly think it brings people together. Um, I know it sounds crazy, but I think it does. And, you know, I don't, I don't always know what people want. You know, we talk about the recipes that I've done. Obviously I've done gnocchi more than, more than anything, but I, because you can get potatoes and flour, right? That's yeah. why do it and you can think like that's at least for me as someone who's not so entrenched in that like it seemed like it would be really really hard to make homemade gnocchi or pasta the fact that you can maybe do it like i say maybe because i did okay uh (laughs) it's something really cool that if you do for your family or a party stuff like that that's like a task that you take away as opposed to some elaborate type of dish uh right exactly fun easy way Yeah. I just want to know what people want to do more. You know, it's like, what can we do more of? I think experiences is right up your alley, you know, and people want experiences now, right? Because Mm -hmm. we are living in that world of quick, fast, short attention span entertainment. You know, how do you, how do you give people what they want at an event? Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's, that's the new challenge. Yeah. Yeah. And we're always looking for different unique ways to do it. And I think from, from your perspective, like the, I think why we've been successful, you always try to be a partner with us yeah. to, to figure out what that new unique fun way is it. So I think it's just tip of the iceberg. We hope, hope to have a we lot. We even tried virtual reality. Yeah. Yeah. Right. We, we, we've gone, we've gone down all the roads. We put Amanda in the metaverse. Yeah. And to, and to Will's we put Amanda anywhere. Yeah. yeah. To Will's point. It's yeah. because you're an amazing partner and kind of no in type of any type of culinary endeavor or re- request we get, whether it's a speaking opportunity, right. In terms of the world, the food and beverage, if it's, you know, kind of no matter what the ask is, I think yeah. we think Amanda Freitag, just because it allows us to say, Hey, we know someone is going to kind of come out, come in with that open mind and say, Hey, let's tackle this together. Yeah. Like we did dating back to the virtual when really no one knew yeah. where we were going. It's yeah. true. Yeah. We should nope. do like the greatest hits from pandemic, like me, Blaze, yeah. Floyd, whatever musicians <laughs> you had. Like we should have like an inter- mashup. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rob Marish. Marish would be the bouncer. I have to think. For those who don't Marish, you we have to get in. Clip in there. You're not in. You're not yeah, out yeah. of the we'll get you a thing. But yeah, there's some great memories. Uh, and still building a lot more now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this was this was awesome. Uh, like I said, we 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 rarely uh, get a chance to take a step back and just have like a conversation with some of the folks that we work with the most, and just getting a a peek oh, behind what I, goes honestly through. Honestly, love working with you guys. The whole entire team to me is like family, and you guys know I would do anything, yeah, anything to support. And hopefully, we have many, 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 many more years of fun stuff to come. And, you know, we'll get the kids involved when they get a little yes. older. Love <laughs> we should do a kids event. Uh-huh. Yes. I'm in for that. Yeah. I'm in for that. Yeah. I'm in for that. Miles can do oysters. <laughs> as long as Natalie's <laughs> fed, Miles can have oysters. 
And, and Amanda, with a good TV eye, she mentioned that Zach and I blend in with the background. Yeah. So we I might have to do some, We might not. I don't, I don't see my editing. I some post, see my, post editing. My, my hanging we'll on. work on your wardrobe. Yeah. Amanda's a nice yeah. red outfit yeah. where we're bland gray in the wallpaper. <laughs> but we'll get better, we promise. We um, can see, you know, who this front of the camera, yeah, back yeah, of the yeah, camera. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the audio only, except for Amanda yeah. will be on screen. Yeah, exactly. That is awesome. Uh, well, thank you for taking the time to have a little chat with us here. Yes. Um, this is and- great.